Uh, this is episode 167 of Just Because the Human Experience Podcast. I'm Michael Lobo still. Um, this was recorded November 19th. Today is January 4th. This day was uh, my brother Greg's birthday, my best friend. And we talk about him. I was joined by our brothers Tim, Jeremiah, and Chris. And we, we share memories about Greg. We all Cadence was his fraternity name. So you might as hear uh, refer to him as Cadence. I have my son here. And Greg was your guide father. And we called him Uncle Greg, right? What did you like about Uncle Greg? He had a mustache. He had a mustache. What else? Uh, he was nice to me. He was nice to you. What was something nice that he did? Hugging me. He gave you hugs. Is there something you'll miss about Uncle Greg? Uh-huh. What? Playing with his mustache. Playing with... Yeah, you did play with his his beard, too. Because this part above the lip is the mustache, and then he had a beard also. What memories do you have about Uncle Greg? Going to Fired Pie. Yeah, we'd go to Fired Pie a lot with him, huh? We also went to his graduation. Yeah. We graduated from college. Yeah. Okay, anything else you want to say before we go? I like cheese. Okay, well... Enjoy the episode. Enjoy cheese, I guess. these headphones i think i'm gonna change them oh here we go i think i don't like these headphones why am i here why am i no why are we here we have to start it strong we do really do why why am i here why am i it is what it is yep i guess i love y'all i don't like how it fits on my head hold on what am i doing i'm 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 Okay, is it better? It's this Test. feels better. Testing, testing. Testing for STDs, which Cadence oh, was failed. also an advocate for. What? What? No. Why? It's 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 safe to be an advocate for uh, safe testing. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, there's there's no bad stigma around it. I don't think so. Rather you get tested and be safe than walk around with covid on your dick. Thank you everybody. Have a good night. <laughs> And that's this, it for the podcast. This is the last episode of the podcast. Uh, we're getting canceled and Chris is no longer allowed to practice in 54 states. Nope. I, I'm going to all 54 <laughs> states. Um, the Golden State Warriors will now be disbanded. And uh, yes, that, that's about it. Prophetic. Are you there or is it just going to be your name? Oh, he just signed into the event and then left. He's here. Sounds so like he, normal row. Sounds yep. like normal row. Uh, he's here so he won't get fined. Um, yeah. How you doing, Dynasty? I'm good. Work's been kind of hectic around the holidays. Oh, you know, goodness. a lot of people want to call off, want to go on vacation. Who does that? What's a vacation? Um, I don't know. But they want to do it a lot, and they don't tell me about it. So I get to their house, and they're not there. They're like, hey, we're actually in Mexico right now. I'm like, oh, okay. 
Oh, fuck no. <laughs> so you don't get docked or penalized for that, right? Like on your end? or Kind of. So okay. luckily I'm on salary, so I get paid regardless. Mm-hmm. But then I have to meet a monthly quota. You know, obviously sessions are part of this monthly quota. If I don't make the monthly quota, they get mad at me and then try and correct my, you know, my efforts, my productivity. Mm-hmm. But I tell them, like, hey, if they cancel, there's not much I can do. Right. Even if I call their aunt or their parent or their teacher to get some information and I can use that for my uh, productivity numbers, they usually don't want to talk to me for an hour. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not driving out there also. So I do get that kind of dinged about it. They do know that cancellations are high in our field. And they're like, oh, you know, if you get a cancellation, just try and go out another time of the week, try and see them more often, try and talk to a family member. Mm-hmm. I'm like, look, <laughs> I, in, in Caden's fashion, why am I here? <laughs> why am I here? If y'all don't want to be here, why am I here? Yeah, that's the shitty part. Yeah, that is frustrating. <laughs> It works out in the end, kind of. How are you doing, Dean? Oh, you know, the usual <laughs> hovering above. Very good. That's Maslow looks how like how I feel. This is great. Good job, Maslow. Thank you. Prophetic. Uh, I can try to read your lips, but um, I'd rather rather not. As beautiful as your lips are. I'm okay. Today's weird because, you know, it's his birthday. Yeah. Cadence's birthday. Um, Mazel, how are you doing? I gave up. I've never been better in all my days. That means you have bodies in your basement. I'm okay. Okay, there we go. That's fur. <laughs> I, anybody else see fur? A Pokemon sighting. Your cat. This is, okay. this is cutting into valuable Pokemon time. This is. Uh, they're watching. My son is finally into Pokemon. I showed it to him a year ago. He did not like it or appreciate it i showed it to him a month ago and now he's all in he's got to catch him perfect all. he's so Who's jamal? Into it. How about jamal can you hear me there we go you're a little choppy though sans so fucking stop being choppy is choppy a new uh tiktok term so is this the zeta zeta podcast minus one yeah <laughs> yeah it is i can i can go get him go get him. <laughs> 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 prophetic how are you Patty. doing now that your voice is back first my phone restarted and then it, it was very weird like it restarted and i'm like what's happening and then my video wouldn't turn on but then i can hear you guys and then i guess my mic wasn't on but then as Have soon you as seen... i got out of zoom it uh-huh. made, uh, and i clicked back in it said um installing updates not that really you've seen wakanda for yeah you went last week see black panther yes do you know the what? What's Namor's people's name? They're not. Are they Atlanteans? No, they're not Atlanteans. They're just based on. They're them, not but, Atlanteans yet. But what? What do we call them? Talotans. Talukans. Yeah. You know how some of them have this thing on their face. Yeah. That's what you sound like right now, and you're underwater. Oh, did I? And then I found my phone, and then it restarted. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Took it off. You took it off. No, I th- I think you sound okay now. Of course, you're not talking. So, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. But oh, we'll okay. see how it sounds when you say a bunch of words. Okay. 
Yeah. You know what? Just put in the just put in the chat sense. Just and then we'll read it. <laughs> I know. I'll type it to you guys. You know what? <laughs> Go to Dean's house, record it there because yeah, something's come not working here. on your end. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and then we'll both go to Maslow and Sage. Thank you guys for. And then they'll uh, go to my house. And then we'll drive all the way to your place and then still record. Today uh, is Cadence's birthday. And so I appreciate you guys uh, jumping on for this. I thought it'd be nice to sort of like reminisce about him and, um, or even talk shit as he would love to do also. Um, yeah, fuck him. Fuck, <laughs> fuck the brother Cadence. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if I just ended the episode at that? <laughs> and then just sort of like, one, yeah. two. <laughs> Why didn't I get Warrior for this? And so, sort of, we could just like share because stuff. He didn't about make a him. reservation. He. Wow. Oh my goodness. This is being recorded. <laughs> Does your job listen to this podcast? <laughs> Is your director? You I don't know. For, what are you looking for viewers? Yeah, I am actually. I've been asking. I've been begging people, but no one will do it. Uh, oh, so I guess my question, because I was like, I guess I need actual questions to ask you all. Uh, what was your first time meeting Cadence, Gregory Cook? I, know. I can't remember mine because right? I, was a, I was still an interest at that time. You were 12 uh, years old. Yes. Uh, the one time you guys allowed children online. Yeah. Um, both and it worked and great. <laughs> it and worked they're great. both here with our old ass <laughs> grandpa somewhere in the playground. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember if Cadence came out to any of our interest nights. I'm sure he did because you were rooming with him at that time. Mm-hmm. So I don't have any memories prior to pledging and then pledging. I kind of say informational. A, yeah. A blur. That's the only time a... I, well, that was the only time I think when you said that, Sans, because the only interest thing that I attend, we did something and then afterwards we went out on mail. I remember that. Mm-hmm. That was like my my only interest thing. But like, I think informational, when we went to informational, I think that was the first time mm-hmm. we met him. Because and... didn't we go to the same informational, Sans? Yes, we did. But then I couldn't go out on mail because... Um, well, 14. 14. We'll just yeah, keep, we'll keep changing the age. As, uh, yeah. So as, that might've been it too. I yeah. also remember going to like a volleyball day with you guys. And in typical form, he's complaining about sports being stupid and What's he probably sport? showed up late. Yeah. He probably didn't want to move if he was playing volleyball. Stayed in one spot. just went like this the entire time. Uh-huh. Yeah. So if it wasn't that or an informational, then... It was online. Mm-hmm. Which were pleasant memories, I, th- I think, right? Um, what well, for us. For... <laughs> oh, God. Maslow, what was your first time meeting Cadence Gregory uh, Cook? I first met Cadence after I uh, crossed. You didn't meet him before? <laughs> Um, I don't. I don't remember the first time I met Cadence. It was the same time that I met you. Mm-hmm. You, at least with He's my pointing at people. <laughs> Enigma. Yes, Michael. Mm. Um, I know. I was like, is that the end of your story? <laughs> no, but if you remember meeting me, because I don't remember the first time I met either of you, but I do know that I met you through friend Kendra. Mm-hmm. 
but I don't remember what the first time I actually met you guys was. Mm -hmm. Whether it was an informational or you just came into IHOP and she introduced me to you. I don't remember exactly what it was. Okie dokie. What about <laughs> we graduated from uh, Phoenix College and we got to sit wherever we wanted. I sat behind him, not on purpose, but I mean, I was just behind him and we were both talking shit. I was talking shit to the people around me and he was talking shit to the people around him and I could hear him because he's loud and um, he was really funny. I'd say something, you know, that thing he does where he's a, where he spits, like spits laughs. Uh, if something catches him off guard. Uh, <laughs> and so and we just said like, hi, I'm, I'm Michael. I'm Greg. Then I've just added him on Facebook. And then um, when we crossed, we were trying to think of guys to recruit into our cult fraternity and our, into our fraternity and um, fraternal cult for fraternal cult. Josh, you know, who do you got? And I said, I know this guy, Greg, he was pretty funny. <laughs> And um, stop. Stop. He took him. He said, uh, I, I believe Josh suggested this. I could be very wrong. But he said, let's take him to Popeye's. And uh, <laughs> um, I feel like I've heard this story, too. Yeah. And so I said, hey, Greg, you remember me? We were uh, talking shit. And I uh, wonder if we could hang out and talk to you. And um. We bought him iced tea and if uh, the drink, and if uh, I feel like I had to clarify that. Because um, you already had the first iced tea. Right. And Cadence doesn't like iced tea. So we had this jug of iced tea and all this fried chicken uh, <laughs> trying to get him to join uh, our fraternity. And then there was a murder at the Motel 6 next to the Popeyes. And so we were sort of like, <laughs> see it. what we can do, uh, <laughs> Josh. And so uh, that was my first time actually like having a conversation with him. What was your f earliest impression? So not like mm -hmm. you met him. So actually like being with him and you're sort of forming an opinion about him. <laughs> the first night. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first night educating. <laughs> He was oh, loud, yeah. so that like he was like like I could not forget who was there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, that was like the first first for me of like oh, okay, okay, this is someone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I I got you on here, perfect. <laughs> this is what we needed for a cadence tribute. He was someone, cadence. He was someone. <laughs> I think for me, um, without trying to give too much away, yeah, he was definitely a person that like intimidated me. Mm -hmm. I felt very kind of nervous in his presence uh -huh. just because he is this very powerful voice. And here I am as a 11 year old Asian kid, like, what am I doing with these older guys? Pledging in a college fraternity. <laughs> Yeah, how come my parents didn't pick me up from school and I'm here? <laughs> you know, on top of all the chaos that happens during that time, he definitely stands out. He definitely makes you remember him whether you stay or not. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure all of our no mores and, you know, people that have no longer been a part of the process, 
they remember him to this day. And that's because yeah. of not so much his charm or charisma, but because he's this close in your face yelling at you uh-huh. and telling him not to call him Candace. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about that. That's so awesome. Maslow, do you remember your first impression of him? I mean, the same impression that I still have of him. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm certain that our first interaction had a lot to do with uh, talking about different forms of racism in a humorous way, as Always. I am overly white. What? Um, it's true. You're telling us during Native American month that you are white? <laughs> um, Over no, the even, you know, month, right? Right. I, I think, I, I don't know if it was Cadence or uh, you... Uh, Big Bro or um, Rogue, who came up with the idea of making a journal of white shit Maslow says. Yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> I don't me. remember which one of you. It was me. Damn it! I wish I still had that. Um, <laughs> no, our our conversation. I don't know. I I have like a shadow of a memory in my mind of. Basically, any conversation I ever had with Cadence, which was of him accusing me of some sort of uh, racism <laughs> and, uh, you know, r- raking me through the coals as as he always did. And that's that's Cadence. And, yeah. uh, you know, I'm sure that the the first impression that I got was fairly accurate. And, yeah, that's 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 what I remember is just him always. uh I don't know the word. Uh, giving me the business. And with that, I'll sign out. Um, we'll just leave it there. Yeah. We'll just. <laughs> and then I the, play the, the, the outro music. The title of this episode is Giving Me the Business. Cadence, Giving Me the Business. <laughs> he was someone. Um, what do you call that? Like just giving me shit? Giving is me that business? giving uh, challenging you, I guess? Or um, yeah, giving you shit, but. Taking it to the man. I yeah. um, <laughs> don't know about that one. <laughs> yes. Okay. We'll think of it later. And roasting. Somebody can... Roasting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Roasting. roasting. Let's go. Um, with it. Yeah. My first. I I I knew he was funny from from sitting there at the graduation and at the Motel Six murder Popeyes. He was again funny and. I've I've just always loved that about him, how funny he was. Um, and he can make a lot of things into a joke, which I could see the the roasting part with Maslow, Tim. And as the the top three funniest people in any room that I am, I appreciate humor. So when someone's funny, I I really gravitate to it and um I I love it and respect it. So I, I to someone who who loved talking shit and joking and there was no fucks given. Yes. It's, this was Dynasty's idea, so I can't I can't take credit for it. But do you have a song that uh reminds you of him? Or a media clip. Or a media like, clip. Right. Since we talked about it, Dean, uh I do have a song that reminds me of him, and it's the last song you would expect. It's Survivor by Reba McIntyre. Yeah, listen. So hold on. 
when I asked everybody for the funeral, hey, send me some songs. This is in the middle of, not that the grief is over, but the funeral's coming up. We're preparing. Do y'all have songs? We're putting a playlist together. And I see Reba McIntyre, Survivor, come up on my phone. And I go, what the fuck? YouTube, what have you done? What are you suggesting to me? Oh, no, it's a text. Who has sent me this? And it was you in the group text answering my question. Yes. Uh, why? Why? It's on the playlist. I debated yeah. whether to like actually add it, but I thought, no, you you actually asked for it. So well, put it, it's on there. You know, in terms of the funeral part, I didn't know what the context was of you playing the songs. Yeah. Is it songs that make us think about him or the songs that are about him or is it songs that um, resemble his life a little bit of all of it in between or just like a a funny memory song that you had with him yeah so i kind of just put like a little mosh posh of all of that yeah the main reason why this song sticks for me is because we have this ongoing joke that there's a character in the show reba her name is barbara jean and she is a loud character that is kind of in your face, but not in an aggressive way, but kind of in a, a naive way. Um, but we both just resonated with that character. And so we'll call each other, oh, hey, Barbara Jean, what's up? So there was a lot of times where I didn't call him Cadence or I didn't call him Greg. And it's because this character was so goofy and like there was times where we resonated with her. There was also times where we're like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> we would always joke about that show. And that was one of the odd shows that you wouldn't expect either of to watch the the reba show mm-hmm. and then um she sings the main title and it talks about her struggles of being a single mom and having three kids and you know doing all this stuff obviously cadence isn't a single mom <laughs> what but you know the, the title of the song is called survive and i feel like up until last month he was surviving every battle that was given to him whether he wanted it or not uh, depression, uh, finances, um, relationship, um, academics. He found a way to overcome every single obstacle. And I love how you said, you know, the, for this podcast, the password is I'm here. Cause that was always the little catchphrase. And that was always little, um, response to how are you doing? I'm here. That just shows to his strength to be present for the ones that he loves. Um, whether he wants to or not. Right, whether it's row business, friends, family, he was always there for us. I can't think of a time where I called him and he didn't pick up, or I needed him for some business and he wouldn't be there. It might take him a while, and he's drenched when he's when I see him, but he's there. <sighs> and I, I think you know that song really speaks to his character of to just persevering, being motivated to tackle any obstacle that he had in his way, and so. Yeah, it's the last song that you would expect him or me or both of us to know and understand and appreciate. Uh, but it speaks to his character. And mm-hmm. it's it's different than, you know, oh, if I were to say Survivor, he would say Destiny's Child. Right? So this was a nice twist on it to show just his versatility, too. Yeah. Maslow? Uh, a few things. I've been trying to think of a song. I haven't had, I haven't been able to think of a specific song uh, aside from the example that I'm going to cite, but I do have a movie that I always think about uh, whenever I watch it. I think about Cadence. So when I received the call uh, that Cadence had passed, I was in the middle of bartending 
And a short time after that, uh, I was remaining pretty well composed. Uh, after I got off the phone with you, Michael, I called my wife and uh, she got really emotional. And so I got real, I got a little emotional during that. But after that, I was bartending and everything was fine and I was doing fine, sequestering it off into another uh, part of my brain, compartmentalizing. I'm not ready to deal with this yet. Put it away. Uh, and then a song came on the radio at work that has never come on the radio at work before. Uh, and it was always in forever. And I... I fucking lost it. I had to leave. I had, well, I didn't leave work, but I, like I had to go outside and I was like, I cannot make drinks right now. Um, and that was quite fortuitous <laughs> that that song should play like a half an hour mm-hmm. after I got off the phone with you, big bro. Yeah, I was, I was trying to come up with a song. I was trying to think of a song that I could say as a joke before going into what I'm doing now. I couldn't think of anything. That was funny enough. Creed. But, uh, now, whenever I watch um, Ready or Not, I always think of when I had you guys over at my place. Not you guys. <laughs> Big bro. Uh, Enigma and Cadence. <laughs> oh, my. Um, I had them over at my house, and we watched the movie Ready or Not. And uh, many of the comments from uh cadence were basically just like fucking white people um (laughs) essentially like what the fuck is going on and it was it was lovely it was lovely uh his commentary during the movie and whenever i think of that movie it makes me happy just thinking about just like how how much i i believe that he enjoyed the film but just all all of his commentary is Mm. what i think about whenever i watch that movie and just like the sheer delight of listening to him losing his fucking mind uh, <laughs> over this fucking fucking nuts movie. Anyway, that's what I've got. And for the record, he commented on every movie when you were watching yeah, yeah, with him. He did. There was no movie where he would stay silent. <laughs> there was. Uh, oh, nope. Even well, um, well, everything, everything, everywhere all at once is the most verbal. Just, <laughs> If you've seen the movie, you you know, like it's like every few minutes there's something that happens. You're like, what the fuck? And so, of course, like, it's, it's amplified with cadence. Um, prophetic, did you have a a song or anything even that could be movie too? I like that idea. Media clip. I couldn't think of a not a song. I will say an artist. Um, like I know that like like he loves Beyonce, but um, lately. Um, like on my Spotify, I'll pull up Jojo and I'll just listen to her. And like, it just makes me think of him. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, just hearing her voice makes me, I don't know why it just makes me think of him. And I, and it's not like, like, yes, he, like he loves Jojo. That was like, I feel like it was, that artist was someone that I like associate him with. So whenever she came out with a new song or something like that, he would know about it. Mm-hmm. That was how his greeting never, from us. How have I never heard of JoJo? <laughs> really? This is remarkable. You should oh, look yeah. her up later. Not right now. Um, I've already looked her up, and I am shocked that she's been evidently active since 1998, and I've never heard of her. 
<laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, there was a, a couple people who sent a JoJo song as a. Yeah, there were quite a few, and I thought, what? I never realized he liked her that much, or or I or whatever the memory is. But oh, he does. Uh, yeah, there was. Yeah, and so learning new things. The song, I guess, like just like if you're just song. Uh, Nicki Minaj uh, did it on him. Um, we would dance to that at BS West. I mean, we danced anyway at BS West. But then I realized I went to the dancing with him more than I've been with my wife uh, out dancing. And it, like just just sweat and dancing so many nights. And so I that'd be another one because there's a line in the song where it's like, put your number twos in the air. And so since I'm, I'm a two, he would point at me and we've danced. And then so and he throws you in the air and he throws me in the air. And then I, I hit the sprinkler at one point and it was, they had to clear, they had to evacuate. It's very strange. And then everyone started having sex. It was weird. Um, Good story. That was three sounds months like ago. A, sounds like oh. a Caden story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wet orgy. It is a wet orgy. Applebee's. So I guess, I guess now the one Rihanna's, lift me up from the black Panther soundtrack when it, it came out, I think maybe the week before the movie did and just listening to it, I was in tears making breakfast and then watching the movie tears. I think because like black Panther, yeah, there we go. Uh, Black Panther was, uh, you know, big and, and cadence loved it. And that's one of the, I guess maybe not sillier things, but less serious things I'm sad for is that he didn't get to see it. He didn't get to see the second movie, and I know he was so excited for it. And um, you know, that's not as a, a serious complaint. I'd say that I one thing I did appreciate, and I feel like if you're ever in a group chat with him, his ability to get a gif that perfectly <laughs> uh so embodied quick. so quick. Like what I have when I do it, I'm like, all right, <laughs> let me type in happy and then let me pick which one it says, <laughs> which one is funny to me. But he it was instant how he would just throw a gif into the conversation and it was perfect. Uh, it was funny. So that, that'd be my other thing. I that. actually uh, I have this huge catalog of uh, gifs on my phone that I can very quickly reference and reproduce. Uh, and I started doing that specifically because he was so fast with those fucking things. Uh-huh. Uh, and so like, I have a little library on my phone that's like, Oh, photo. And then I can just, you know, go to the one that I need. I did that specifically because he was so fucking fast with those. Yeah. It was I still do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was nuts. What's one thing he helped you with? It'd be great if if you said nothing. <laughs> nothing. I learned nothing from the guy. I learned how to yell. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, uh, when I was still, you know, burgeoning in my uh, like cultural awakening, I might say, when I was still just a, a stupid white kid who, you know, I'd grown up. No discredit to my parents at all, but like I'd grown up in my community with some really fucking ignorant views. And when I met you guys and when I pledged row, I had had like a big rude awakening and started to realize, wow, the world is not how I've always been told that it is. 
and I had started that journey and that's part of what honestly uh, drew me to row in general because I had no interest in being in a fraternity. It was, it was you guys that brought me into it and the way that, you know, the ideas that you had and the pillars, all that fancy stuff. Um, this is, this turned into an informational. <laughs> but that, that's what drew me in. And I was still really stupid and ignorant when it came to a lot of things. And cadence would always answer my questions, no matter how, no matter how stupid the question was from like my perspective now, you know, I, I was a dumb, I was a dumb little white kid and he gave me the time and the patience to educate me and like truly like educate me. Um, and that's something that I, I try to do uh, with people. You know, people don't always want to be educated. I don't know if you're aware of this, but what? So um, you're talking to two educators and a therapist <laughs> today today this morning i had a really like hours long conversation with uh, a young bartender at my work who well the, the conversation was about gender gender identity gender uh gender identity gender oh god is it presentation um yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, I. Why can't I think of the word? Um, it's not, it's not a presentation. Conformity. No, no like how it's, you. It's what you display yeah, so. as. So, like, you can even have you know a a gender identity that conflicts with the gender you were assigned at birth, right? But still present as a different gender than that. Um, you know, if if I identify as female, but I still looked how I look and chose to look how I look, then I could say, you know, I present blah, blah, blah. I don't remember mm-hmm. the word. It might be just be present. I don't know. Anyway, uh, we were having a big conversation Goodbye. about uh, transgender issues and, you know, biological sex and what both of those mean. And he kept asking, you know, some really beginner basic questions uh, because the things that he's been told his whole life, you know, conflict with, you know, the now, uh, widely accepted idea that you know gender is a social construct whereas sex is biological even like that he he didn't get and it took a lot of explaining but like i don't know just i I guess cadence kind of instilled that in me through you know my constant asking him about every every racial issue every social issue i could think of he was generally he was like the first person i would go to Uh, so he got the brunt of the stupid questions (laughs) Um, but no, I don't know. I try to, I just try to give people the patience that he gave me and just remember, you know, I started out where this kid is too. And I just try to show him patience and just genuinely, you know, whatever questions they have answered, I'll make them feel bad for asking their questions. That's what I felt he, he did with me. And it's one of the things that I, uh, you know, love the most about him. Mm-hmm. Prophetic. One of the things that, um, I took away from him was as much struggle as he went through, being around him in his presence gave me some form of confidence. Mm. Like he like he he was always anytime I was around him, he always presented himself as uh someone that was confident. You know, he didn't like it and it 
it, it was nice because a lot of times that's hard to find in people and especially uh, people of color. And so me being like, you know, thinking about all kind of other things and like dealing with stuff. And then just that, that moment, like it, 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 like it always stays there where it's like, I have moments where, where I think and I'm like, well, you know, look, and, you know, and it's, it's nice because that is something that um, we all struggle with. And it's nice to have someone who gives you that, you know, that presence because you can, you feed off of it. Mm -hmm. And it's not, you know, and it's not to say that, oh, he was, you know, the most confident person ever, but just that little moment is what I took away from him. And, um, and I love, and I still use it to this day, um, especially with a lot of things. And especially when times I, I feel down, I think about it and I'm like, Hey, confidence is, that confidence mm -hmm. i kind of took two things from him and they kind of go hand in hand uh one is just the concept of hard work right when i was pledging i wasn't working and he's like okay you know what i get it but if you want to be something in this world you got to get your ass moving and so once i cross he was a big influence in me like finding my first job he's like hey you know what uh, I don't know if you want to be my little bro or not, but all my little bros, I'm making them work just so that they understand right. um, <laughs> what it's like to do work and be in school and do balance all these things. So even though it wasn't his little bro, he made that a staple of like, no, you're going to get your ass up and you're going to you know do something today. There's that, that concept of hard work that he instilled in us you know, from day one while he's yelling in our faces. Mm -hmm. And you saw that in him every day. He showed up to work when he didn't want to he showed up to row when he was oh just over it <laughs> he put in work in every aspect of his mm. life right and that goes to maslow and prophetic's point like he put in the work to you know educate some people he put in the work to show his confidence he put in the work to you know get his finances up and battle all those you know journeys and then the other thing i took from him is this idea of like social endurance because him and I went through a lot of bullshit in terms of with Roe, with school, with finances, with all of that. And his ability to just keep standing up and keep going and keep moving was super inspiring, right? Especially for a young kid like me in college at the age of nine, just not, <laughs> not really knowing a lot of this stuff. And, you know, one memory in specific, uh, specifically, we were here in L.A., and there was a party going on, and we got locked out of a house. I had to unlock it from the outside, and then we had to go pick people up because they were drunk off the street. And then, you know, the night just kept going on and on and on. Both mm -hmm. of us were so tired, so exhausted, so over everything. But his ability to just keep on going for his loved one, keep on going for like the people that he cared about, really spoke to his character. And it really... You know, we knew like that he cared about us when he was going through all these jumps and hurdles and, you know, ditches to, to help us out. Mm -hmm. Right. So and he did that for a lot of situations within the fraternity and without. So that's why I say it's like a social endurance, just because mm -hmm. uh, it's it was his ability to, you know, 
use his social skills to get us out of that situ- those situations. Yeah. I got his condoms once. <laughs> Damn it. Fit. <laughs> I think I thought you needed a sleeping bag. Yeah, yeah. So once I figured out that they weren't gonna work for me, um I made them work for me. Uh what's one thing I should have thought of answers as I typed these? Um let me edit this out. He helped me uh get a wife. So when this this first happened, we were trying to think about stuff. Serena was like, I wouldn't have married you if your first roommate was my original first choice for a roommate. I don't know if you guys know. I can put it in the chat or I guess we can uh, figure it out. But uh, say less. Um, there it is. Yes. So had I had I uh, that person's roommate instead of Gregory Cadence Cook, my wife said, I probably wouldn't have married you. I think I think Cadence, I think it's that that presence prophetic was talking about. I think it was that I say calling out the bullshit, but it, it was it was gentler, right? It was also what, what Mazel was talking about. The I, I'll talk shit to you, but I'll I'll also explain like why don't do that. Um and I, I can't even pinpoint what thing about being an adult, but I, I, it was the hard work, it was the the selflessness. Um he was there for from from my perspective, right? For everybody who mm-hmm. wanted or or asked him for help. He was there. I feel bad, I guess, for brothers who who didn't get or didn't put in the effort to make the memories with him and only see him as sort of a this trash talking scary guy. Um and didn't get to the other side of of who he was and um and he, you know, he always said it was uh, when we were, you know, educating people and um, he talked shit, but then he'd always like, hey, you can always come to me. You could always talk to me. And afterwards, I'd be like, Cadence, no one's going to talk to you. You just tore them a new one. What? <laughs> you can't. But, you know, that, but I'd see it. I'd see like brothers go go to him or um, ask him for advice later on or through the years. So it 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 worked, right? He for for the brothers who did who who utilized it right he he always gave it all uh for the debacle we went through with the fraternity uh, a couple of years ago he was huh one one debacle well one giant big debacle um that lasted 3 years that lasted 3 years uh, i don't think i don't think i've heard about this uh it, i think it's i think we got blipped we <laughs> Some of us got blipped and some of us were like, why didn't anyone contact me about it? I'll put that person's <laughs> name in the chat. And, um, you know, he was there, even though he was done, like he was so much older, but he knew what was wrong and what was right. And so he got involved. He put himself there, even though he was working long hours, he was trying to get back in school or or family drama or personal drama. He He still made time for the the fraternity zoom meetings or zoom calls or actual physical meetings with people. And then we'd always get the, why am I here? Yeah, man. He just, he loved people. Like he loved us. He loved only the four of us. And while I, I think, also simultaneously hating people. While also hating great shit talker. I hope one day I can 
somehow get to half his level. But um, uh, he was just an amazing um, friend and brother. And so, um, yeah, I think that's the thing that'll stay with me. Do y'all have memories of, do you have, you have memories. Do you have any you want to share? I have one to buy you some time. Uh, we were in New York for a stroll competition. I think we went to the Empire State Prophetic, right? Jeremiah Thompson. Um, oh, where uh, Kate Swin- No, not us. Empire State. What Top of it? Rock. Top, yes. Wait, was it the Top of Rock? Top of Rock, yeah, because we tried to go to Empire State, but it didn't work out. Yeah. Um, and Jeremiah and Greg went up first because Serena needed to hide her knife. And um, I guess the story is this lady offered the people coffee, like, Hey, samples of coffee. then she asked, was it, she asked Greg if her, if his son, Jeremiah could have some coffee. Is that how it went? She thought you were his son. (laughs) We were walking, we're getting off like the elevator and we're walking past and she's like passing out these like flyers. And I reach out to grab one and he's behind me. And she's like, is he allowed to have coffee? <laughs> I can't remember what he said, but his face was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my God. I laughed. Um, Dad, am I allowed to have coffee? <laughs> <laughs> Daddy. 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 Um, Daddy. Also, I love, you know, when you see people interact, one of my some of my favorite interactions was prophetic and cadence because how much he'd rag on you, Jeremiah, uh, and you would just like, I love it. You'd soak it in, <laughs> but then like shoot it back at him. Like, Hey daddy, pick me up daddy. And then you turn the joke on him and he's like, ew, no. And um, I'm done. I am done. <laughs> I'm sorry. So that was, that was a memory that popped in, uh, in my head was that New York trip. He was we the father back. that was there for me. <laughs> As your dad is sitting on his you on the <laughs> what? That was that. Well, the, that was our running joke. He was the father that was there for me. Yeah, physically, emotionally, and financially. Whereas the other one was oh, oh yeah. <laughs> you guys would joke like, "It's your weekend now." And um, <laughs> your weekend to take Jeremiah. Um, oh, one, one of them <laughs> that you get five minutes. <laughs> one of them that you know is pretty short. Jamaican bobsleds, and it's because he made Jeremiah and I sit in a bathtub. Oh no! And pretend we were on the Jamaican bobsled team from Cool Runnings. And was he I, John Candy? Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> and. We were we were laughing for like thirty minutes, and Prophetic and I weren't supposed to because of certain circumstances. Mm-hmm. And our other is, race. is outside of the room. Let me in, guys. Let me in. <laughs> and and we kept this running gag on for thirty minutes, and it's a time where we can't be serious, or we had to be serious, and it, it just wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. Um, we came out of that room, and I'm like, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> This was such a waste of a night, but it was freaking hilarious because was. Jeremiah and I were having the time of our life. <laughs> wow. There's a lot of times that we were. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so that, that's a really, you know, small, funny moment that I remember with him. One, you know, face, uh, I got a Facebook memory and coincidentally, this is the day that he passed, but this was two years prior. He screenshotted Wendy Wu on the Disney plus app. <laughs> and he's like thinking about you today. You know, we made a joke about that two years ago and I thought it was hilarious at the time. So right before you called me, Dean, I saw that notification. Oh, Facebook says you have memories. So I looked at it and, you know, it was really hilarious, you know, still unfortunate that that was like the last memory that popped in my head um, until I got that call. But I'm like, that's really funny. Like given different circumstances, I would have loved to blast this on all social media and, you know, just make it a running gag. I put it in my Instagram posts, you know, my tribute to him. But I put it as the last one just because, you know, I wanted the touching stuff first. Mm-hmm. But it, it just spoke to our relationship, the fact that we can make those jokes and still come out, you know, really strong at the end of it. Uh, there was no bad blood. There was no animosity. I feel like with Cadence, he definitely buffed up your roasting um, mm-hmm. abilities. So it's either – there's three options. You roast back, you take it and shut up, or you – have a bitch fit like some of other people that we may know have had <laughs> but you know Guys, definitely... I, you can you can call me by name i'm right here <laughs> <laughs> but, but for, for most people <laughs> he made roasting abilities like on par and you know you could spar with him and all that and it was great that is a really nice memory that i i have with him very coincidental that it is the day of his passing but i figured what better way to have that memory than it to be that Mm -hmm. i remember when he gave me permanent hearing damage god damn (laughs) well next that's okay that's it all right (laughs) i don't know if you knew that he gave me permanent hearing damage no i did not know that he was speaking with a raised voice, as he was wont to do uh, when I was online. And there was a point at which he got right next to my ear. And uh, oh, shit. every every time I'm in a movie theater and the movie gets really loud, it's like static in my left ear. Maybe yep. it's a you problem. <laughs> Sorry. I for mean, now I, now I just bring now I just bring you know those fancy uh, noise canceling. Uh, what are they called? Mm. Earplugs. The the fancy earplugs that aren't just foam that go in your ears and I just wear one of those in my left ear and movies are good. That makes sense. <laughs> this took a weird turn. Um I don't know. For 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 memories, it's hard for me to come up with like singular memories in general because I'm a terrible person. If you say but, um, it also causes you memory <laughs> damage to your memory loss. Memory loss. Because he yelled so loud. He would criticize me and then say I can talk to him anytime he was a gaslight. <laughs> no, um... <gasps> oh, shit. <laughs> Revealed after the fact. I'm just kidding. Um, But uh, most of my memories are kind of just general. I, I tend to, like, think in emotions and feelings and stuff. Um, I don't know. I just have, whenever I think about Cadence, I don't think of any specific memories. I just kind of get this like warm blanket of, mm. I'm going to cry, of, uh, you know, who he was. A warm blanket you know, while good, Milo's in the hospital. 
you saved your first answer with that answer. So thank you. Um, <laughs> if you knew, okay, here we go. If you knew he was passing, right. And you couldn't stop it. You just knew he was going to pass. I guess you could add whatever time frame you want to it. And then Maslow and I can make this into a movie. What would you want to do with him? Keep it clean. <laughs> Easy answers. Black Panther 2, Deadpool 3. Damn, um, how long are you keeping him alive? <laughs> until Ryan don't even know. says it's okay. <laughs> okay, all right. Another you know, trip. Another yeah. trip. Like an acid yeah. trip? Okay, damn it. <laughs> wow. He never, first off, never drank. Um, yeah, it would be another trip for me. Regardless of how he'd respond, which would, of course, be more roasting. Um, I would, I would, uh, honestly, I'd probably just sit him down and like him. I know that's a overly sentimental answer, but if I knew, I would just want to make sure that he knew that I was grateful for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My serious answer, uh, <laughs> on this question is. <laughs> that's um, ruined it for everybody. Everybody give a serious answer now. Now everyone has to redo it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could have been there for his graduation. I looked into flights and I knew he would have yelled at me had I spent X amount of money on a flight. Although he would have been super grateful, he would have, he would have also yelled at me. So I saw it on, uh, it was streaming online, so I saw it then. Um, but obviously, had I known he would be passing, I would have done whatever it took to, you know, go see him. And, you know, we joked here and there, like, after his graduation of, you know, us kind of doing the what we're doing now, reminiscing, talking about the bullshit, and you know, doing all of that. And I told him, I'm like, you know what? Uh, degree by 33, much more by 34. Mm-hmm. And you know, I went in with that. I I was gonna put you know 100 bucks that that was gonna happen, and to think that that fell short really hits me because he had so much potential, and you know, he didn't let anything stop him. And um, because him and I are pretty close i wanted to be there for his graduation but the cards weren't in the right um situation so i watched it on the stream uh but yeah obviously had i known you know out of book the first five out just to you know try and make it mm-hmm. uh i think i would have told him right. how much damage he did to maslow's ear i think <laughs> i think that's something he needs to know hey that's i know why you're the dying, next... but Maslow can't hear right now. (laughs) He can't hear, which is worse. Um, You okay, Professor? Yeah, I'm okay. I think I... um, I think I... Yeah, go ahead, Professor. (laughs) Nope, I'm sitting back here. Sorry, my connection, I think, is off. (laughs) It's like you're quiet, and then I talk, and then I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) Then your, your voice comes. I think I just I, I feel like the one thing is just just hearing him crack jokes like that is like it's just I, right now just thinking of it like if I were to see him like, even on Zoom right now <laughs> that I think that's the that's one of the biggest things yeah for me. I knew I'd have him on one more podcast. No, uh, he did. He's did so many. Um, I mean, I, I, okay. So if I know he's passing, 
I, I really wish I could have, I would like playing this game, even an hour with them would be uh, amazing. Um, or another day, I guess. So then we could actually like go eat. And then uh, it would take a while for the servers to bring us food, but we get to talk and then we get to, um, so I, I, another day, uh, a meal, a, a conversation. Like I, that's why he was on so much. And he, I feel like he, he complained, but I also feel like he liked doing it. Cause he didn't, he didn't just do stuff. Uh, if he didn't like doing it for the most part, I hope. And, um, cause I, I loved hearing his thoughts on stuff. And so now I'm auditioning for the next cadence for the podcast. I, th- yeah, I think another, just another day and, you know, I I, I post, I've posted this many times on social media, so I'm I'm sorry everybody, but uh, like we were supposed to hang out that the Friday before, right, uh, September 30th. Like we were supposed to have a brother movie night, and he said he wasn't feeling well. Um, so I said, hey, cool. Next time, just come hang out next time. Um, and there's been other times, you know, throughout our our relationship where. I, I had a I had a headache or I was just tired from parenting or he was tired from work. And so we would both just say like, hey, next time. How about next time? And uh, there's not a next time now. And, um, you know, I imagine us, the four of us, no, uh, like all of us, right? Like when I think about life, we grow up old and we're, that's what I, and except Dynasty, who's now finally 12. Um, he'll be taking care of all of us. He'll be... <laughs> In the oh, end. I apologize. Yes. Oh no! <laughs> pick somebody else. Pick somebody else. Yes. Uh, Popcorn prophetic. We'll, we'll all be we'll all be in one ward in an old folks' home, and he will be the tenant. Yes. It'll still somehow be run by Jim. Um, <laughs> okay. Yes. He'll still be okay because he switched to vegan, so now he's like stronger than ever. Um, it, it was a huge gut punch that there's not a a next time and so if i annoy you guys with texts of like to hang out or to do something or just and if it was annoying before get ready uh i'm gonna bug you so much more because i i do love you guys and i uh i love cadence and i i just wish for you know just one more hangout and to have that not as a possibility right it's different if you know dynasty you moved to to china and um the past few wait what where are you california um Same so we we physically can't right we we are not able to financially whatever so we we try our best to do it when you do come here but uh there's 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 nothing <laughs> like sorry to make it so dark now but uh daylight savings daylight savings well, we're getting dark sort of, we're <laughs> this is massless time to shine <laughs> literally so, yeah so <laughs> so white um one more day one more meal one more conversation uh that's what i would want now if i get like a year and then i would plan stuff like we're gonna see this movie we're gonna do this um bs west yeah anything else on do you guys want to say before uh we got get off here and i can go cry and drink some more i mean you know not that it'll be my final words on the matter, but I miss him. Mm-hmm. And if there is a great hereafter, you know, I hope that uh, that he knows that. If you uh, if you ask me 
September 30th, like, hey, is there an afterlife? Like, I don't, I'm pretty sure you guys know, like, I don't believe that there is. Like, I'm like, there's no God. Uh, you die, yeah. that's it. Black. And, and um, now I, 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 black darkness, um, or <laughs> just the white, I don't know. Um, <laughs> this is Jim talking to you. Sorry, Jim. Um, he doesn't listen to this. But now I, I because he also has hearing damage. Because he also that's that's from his gout. Um, I don't know. I don't think he has gout. Uh, he says he says he always had gout. That's not on me. That's on him. Um, now I I hope there is uh, uh, an afterlife. I don't I don't think I believe it sincerely. But I you know I, I can't it imagine nice. it would it would it would be nice. Yes, to get to see him again uh, up there or wherever on the other side but uh yeah just to you know piggyback off maslow uh cadence i miss you i wish you were here um your passing took a lot of us by storm and we didn't know how to handle it cope with it we're all trying the best that we can but there's definitely stings the most out of a lot of people that i've known lost um but i just want you to know i love you cadence miss you and I hope you're drinking three giant jugs of water up there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because the waiter has, of water. The, the the waiter in the afterlife is slow and they're not gonna bring you your pitcher of water when you want it to. Mm-hmm. And Literally. you're going to be drenched. And I did not pick you for the Deadpool, and so I would have lost money on that. I I yeah, same. Did not pick him. We had a deadpool going. I, yeah, I can send it to you. <laughs> Thought I'd, I, I think we all picked you first, which is why That's we didn't fine. send it to you. That's fine. <laughs> but, now, but now it's not. So, Maslow, you won. <laughs> you, now I, now I you can won be for now. <laughs> Prophetic, you good? It's okay if you are. Is it though? I. Is it- We'll yes. judge you a little bit because we all said something, but I mean, I can't make you. He's like, Daddy, can I have coffee? Oh, Daddy? Daddy. 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 Oh, no. God damn it. Goddamn bottoms. Uh, that's what he would say, too. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. That's not me, LGBTQ community. That was. No, that's, uh, that's something that I thought of. Sorry not to hijack. Um, <laughs> No, I thought about when I did the uh, the interview video, mm. and it was he was specifically talking about you, prophetic. Um, <laughs> and I edited into the video where at the end of the video he's talking about you, and he says bottom, <laughs> and and this was at this was at the formal, and like everyone who wasn't part of our chapter was like oh like what <laughs> and we were all like rolling laughing oh my gosh that's about right <laughs> <laughs> but then they were all quite like you know shocked yeah <laughs> delightful i would say i miss him i will forever miss him um and Cadence, I love you. And you have made an impact in my life. You were someone. Yes, you were someone. Uh, thank you guys for, 
for doing this. I it's uh, it's been rough today because it's his birthday, so it's extra in my feelings. Oh yeah, but, happy uh, birthday, Cadence. <laughs> that's what I would do. I would have him back for a birthday party <laughs> for one more birthday. I would take a shot with him, even though I know he doesn't drink. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Thank you. I I appreciate it. I uh I will talk to you guys later. Thank you for doing this. <laughs> I love you guys. E white, love you guys. E white, good night. Okay, bye. Okay, why am I? The first spurs from me of like, okay, okay, this is someone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I I got you on here for fact. (laughs) This is what we needed for a cadence tribute. He was someone. Cadence, he was someone. (laughs)